Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. In the last 30 years, we've helped thousands of sales managers and business owners hire great salespeople and avoid mistakes. And we've heard lots of horror stories, people who interviewed well and then later they brought turmoil and divisiveness into the existing sales culture that was doing fine without them. Or they lied to customers to make sales. Or they promised more than the company could deliver and created havoc for those delivering the service or installing the product. Or they backstabbed the manager who hired them and talked about him or her behind their back. Or they blamed their inability to sell on the company, its products and services, and its leadership. Or they just sat around and talked with coworkers instead of prospecting for leads, selling, or servicing customers as they worked while at work. But in the beginning, they handled the interview with confidence and were likable and answered the hiring questions with ease. But when hired, seemed to be a different person altogether. Now, how did that happen? How did they manage the impressions of those recruiting them? Do you know what we found out? Those in the hiring process did not know to recruit character first. They did not know the principles discovered from the 100 years of research by Jim Collins and his team. His team of 20 men and women for the book, Good to Great, it took five years for that research. A hundred man-woman years of research. A book about the greatest companies in the world. Companies that had gone from good to great. Let me read an excerpt from the book. In determining the right people, the good to great companies placed greater weight on the character attributes than on specific educational background, practical skills, specialized knowledge, or work experience. Not that specific knowledge or skills are unimportant, but they viewed these traits as more teachable. Basic intelligence, dedication to fulfilling commitments and values are more integrated. As David Nassif at Pitney Bowes said, I used to be in the Marines. And the Marines get a lot of credit for building people's values, but that's not the way it really works. The Marine Corps recruits people who share the Corps' values, then provides them with the training required to accomplish the organization's mission. We look at it the same way at Pitney Bowes. We have more people who want to do the right thing than most companies. We don't just look for experience. We want to know who are they, why are they, We find out who they are by asking them why they made decisions in their lives. The answers these questions give us give us insights into their core values. One good to great executive said that his best hiring decision often came from people with no industry or business experience. In one case, he hired a manager who had been captured twice during the Second World War and escaped both times. He thought that anyone who could do that shouldn't have trouble with business. Let's turn to what I've learned from thousands of sales leaders who have been certified to conduct our Recruit the Best training as experts in our Recruit the Best system. Here are the results of two exercises. The first one is a brainstorming exercise. Here's what I asked them. 
Well, let's brainstorm the traits you want in an excellent teacher for your child. Now, here are the 10 typical replies I get from those in training. Motivated. Interested in their success. Hardworking. Honest. Resilient. Strong values. Cares about my kid. Loves teaching. Knows their subject. Intelligent. Do you know what the message is? 80% of these traits are about the teacher's character, not about their experience or their knowledge of the subject matter, but their character traits. Ones like cares about my kid. These are non-negotiable. They had to be present. Actually, the subject matter is attainable by the teacher even the night before teaching if he is motivated and there's hard work and there's responsibility if the teacher cares, if they love teaching, if they are responsible. So here's the second exercise. In my Coach the Best sessions with sales managers, We brainstorm the impact of four non-negotiable character traits, the core values from which all others come. We put these four on a flip chart. Honest, hardworking, personally responsible, and a concern for others. And then we brainstorm the impact of each of these traits on a sales culture. The result? A sales rep who works in a way that causes a company to be trusted and promotes a team work culture, who inspires and sets the standard for others, who builds strong relationships inside and outside the company. An ethical work environment comes from this person, one that takes care of the customer and gets high Google reviews, someone who is coachable and requires less coaching, who works at a high production level and helps other reps, and eliminates blame from the culture and is genuine with the customers and those that lead. A person who has lots of sales activities and client meetings and produces a full sales funnel and is accountable and will do the right thing. Someone who will help and not harm. They're reliable and their words are trusted. On the other hand, when we brainstorm the opposite of these four traits and their impact, here's what the participants say they are. Dishonest. Lazy, irresponsible, selfish. And the impact? A sales rep who destroys relationships with customers and coworkers, has low sales activity levels, lower production or inconsistent production, less sales, they don't learn, are uncoachable, do not improve, and blame their inability on the company, its leadership, or its products and services. Their behaviors give the company a bad reputation causes them to lose customers, revenue, and future business. The entire sales culture becomes toxic because of them. They gossip, they blame others, they play the victim, they tear teams apart, they are self-centered, and they bring drama into the workplace. They're sloppy in their work, customers complain, and employees quit because of them. They kill morale and either make money in ways that are unethical or they simply get what they can from their low efforts and lazy, irresponsible, and unmotivated behaviors. Do you know what happens to those going through this Recruit the Best certification? They have a huge aha. Character or conscientiousness is most important in a new hire, and these four character traits are non-negotiable for a salesperson they hire. Honest, hardworking, personally responsible, a concern for others. To see if these are present, At the beginning of their interviews, they learn to ask 12 character questions and to explore the candidate's answers in great depth. 
Here are four of them as examples. If I was your sales manager, would you stretch the truth in order to make a sale? If they say yes, we're going to skip to the next character question. But if they say no, we're going to ask, well, what if it wouldn't hurt anyone but would increase sales? I've seen people fold on that second one. Here's the second question. When we call them, what will your past two bosses or supervisors say about your work ethic? What will your previous coworkers say? What examples will they give us? Third question. What's the single issue that keeps you from achieving your maximum potential? And if they've been in sales, add in sales. Now let me tell you something. When they start to answer this question, the one that's uncoachable, the ones that are uncoachable, they'll have a difficult time answering the question without some vanilla response like time management or, or something. And then when you ask these next questions, what are you doing or you plan to do to develop passes? How will this development benefit you? And then the final question, what are the two other areas in which you need more development for what we do? They won't be able to come up with two other areas. It will just be very difficult for them. Please describe, here's the fourth question, with an example, what you believe to be a considerate salesperson, and then give me an example of an inconsiderate one. Now, these are just four questions. We've got eight more that we ask, and every time a candidate answers, we layer down and dig down underneath them, making sure they're telling us the truth, making sure these answers have some kind of strength, some kind of specificity, making sure they're true. We're looking for honesty, hard work ethic, personal responsibility, and a concern for other people. Their answers and the work samples during the recruitment process and calling references are all designed to look at their character. Having multiple interviewers who do separate interviews and additional character questions increase predictability as well. I hope you can see that making a sales hire is not just about can they sell, but can they sell your products and services at the right levels and in the right way? a way that will increase brand reputation, make your culture better, and increase repeat business and referrals. It's about honest people doing hard work in a responsible way out of a concern for those they serve and sell to and the people they work with. Heck, the best people, they'll even make your culture better and there'll be higher production just because they enter it. Character, Motivation and drive and conscientiousness will often take a moderately gifted salesperson to the top of the board because of their heart and their attitude on the job. Now go and recruit character first and then intelligence and personality for sales work. And if we can help you learn how, please call us. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.